When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, let's see how we get through this today, shall we? It's good to be back. Thank you to everyone who sent messages on social media, on email, on text messages, all of it. Thank you so much for your well wishes and prayers. They were felt. I appreciate it. This is day five after testing positive. So I'm technically still positive for COVID-19. Don't get too close to the microphone. The air could breathe through the podcast onto you. Is that possible? And uh, so we'll see how it goes. The uh, first couple days were out of control rough. And good news is, is that uh, I'm feeling better, but my wife just tested positive. So there's that. (laughs) yay and uh, so we'll see later today if you follow me on my social media accounts you'll know whether i test positive or negative i'm gonna go for a test on day five as the uh, quarantine still continues i mean you're on you know a lockdown at least five days after testing positive those are the rules that's covid protocols i got it i'm following the rules so we'll see how that turns out but thank you so much for all the well wishes and prayers. I really appreciate it. Let's try to get through a chewing the fat today. Should be fine, I guess. <coughs> I mean, welcome. Welcome to chewing the fat. <coughs> So it does appear as though uh, Omicron is making its way through the world. Uh, Everyone will have it at one point or another. Let's just hope that it isn't as serious for as many people as the other variants have been. I mean, thousands of employees at uh, the airlines are out with COVID. They're now telling people at the hospital, hey, I know you've got COVID, but we need your help. The ones that we didn't fire, yeah, we want you to continue to work. That'll be fine. We have, uh, we know that the COVID home tests now, which are like twenty-five bucks for two, at uh, you know, I mean, that's what I paid. Which is, you know, you get two of the Binex now COVID nineteen tests for twenty-five bucks, so twelve bucks each are going to be covered, I guess, by health insurers. So if you have insurance, good. You're going to get uh, COVID-19 tests, uh, I guess, like eight per month. So that's good news. Uh, there's plenty of free places to uh, get a test around thanks to uh, the government, which is wonderful. I mean, they're doing a, a bang-up job on making sure that everyone is able to get your test. <laughs> uh, see, that's why, I mean, I really didn't want to test. I mean, I, I know you, you got to test. You have to. I know that. But I just didn't want to know. You know, I mean, I knew, but I didn't want to know. You can quote me on that. 
<laughs> I knew, but I didn't want to know. And so, you know, when it came back positive, I know, I got it. I knew it was, but I just, I didn't want to know. And now that I know, you got to do something about it, right? You have to. It's just the way it is. I know. We had the one teacher in Texas here putting her kid in the trunk because he's got COVID-19. Mom, come on now. I know people are trying to say that she's a wonderful teacher and we love her, but uh, she was at a local drive through testing site and she had her kid in the trunk and now she's being charged with endangering a child. Um, yeah. Uh, no kidding. He's in the trunk of a car. I realize that, you know, everything kids probably fine in the trunk, right? I mean, who among us hasn't gone for a ride in the trunk of a car every now and then, but I'm just saying, come on, mom, what kind of parent really? Are you that really, are we considering you a great teacher? Because you're such a great parent that you love your kids so much that you put them in the trunk of your car because he tested positive for COVID-19? Uh, no thanks. Uh, you're the mom. You're supposed to be okay with that. Uh, just really, really weird. And for once, for once, and I really despise this, but I agree with our president, Joseph Robinette Biden. I know. He's having a good day, so he's out talking to the press outside on outside on the lawn in D.C., and he's got the mask pulled down below his mouth. And you know how stupid that looks on people. It doesn't have anything to do with wearing a mask. I don't want to get into the uh, masks are stupid argument with this. He's going to wear one, period. That's just the way it is. We know that. But we all agree that these people on TV that have the mask down underneath their chin, it's hanging off their ear, looks stupid. And he admits that as he's beginning to talk to the press. I'm able to do, as I'm able to just look stupid, I'm yes. able to uh, generate significant federal help. Yeah, and he takes it off, which is good. And he is happy that he's uh, able to generate significant federal help, which, by the way, uh, don't, I, that's another agonizing part of the story as well. But I will say that I finally agree with our president, Joe Biden. It did and does look stupid hanging down your face like that, Joe. Yeah, I will say the one effect that the Omicron or the COVID-19 had on me is that my voice is okay, but when I start getting animated, it starts uh, going off again and getting bad. So I'm going to try to be, you know, less animated with my voice because if I start getting excited, (coughs) that could happen. So I don't want (laughs) I don't want that to happen at all. While uh, we were uh, down for the count, or at least I was, and I got messages from a whole bunch of people who have who have had it or have just had it, just got it, just tested positive, all the tricks of what medicine to take, what medicine not to take, who to call, where to call. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It means it meant a lot. It meant a lot. I really do appreciate it. But we had recalls. I mean, what is happening? Sure, inflation, ah, whatever. So what? At least it was only like 7%, right? 
just the highest level that it's been since 1982. Nah, don't worry about it. So what? It's only costing you an extra five grand so far a year. That's all though. And on top of grocery shelves, you know, being thin due to shipping delays and product displacement. Yeah. Well, there's also recall displacement, which is thousands right now, a couple big recalls happening, thousands of pounds of ground beef sold at major retailers recalled because of E. coli contamination. Well, possible E. coli contamination. Are you willing to take a shot? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Interstate Meat Distribution Incorporated, a Claxmas, Oregon establishment is recalling approximately 28,356 pounds of ground beef products that may be contaminated with E. coli. You know, that's what the USDA has said. Hey, the raw ground beef items were produced on December 20th. The products subject to recall and the labels can be viewed on their website. No problem. They, the items were shipped to retail locations in Arizona, California, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. Plenty of other states not mentioned there have good ground beef. So if you live in those other states, don't worry about it. You're fine. And you're probably fine in those states that I mentioned. But be careful. Uh, be careful, okay? Now, if you are concerned about an illness... You should contact your healthcare provider. And you know what happens with E. coli. <laughs> yeah, dehydration, bloody diarrhea, abdominal cramps, abdominal, abdominal, I can't even see what I mean. That's, that's COVID. I can't speak COVID. Abdominal cramps, two to eight days, only three to four days on average. <laughs> yeah, so if you have it two to eight days, uh, you're anywhere in that window, you're fine. Okay. If you experience these symptoms, don't forget, contact your medical professional. All right. We also have a huge recall of, and this is sad. This is, I don't know how I'm going to get by is dull, fresh vegetables is a new salad recall. Wait, what? I'm not going to be able to get my dull salad. No, say it isn't. So yes, Possible listeria contamination. I know. It's (laughs) so they're recalling the salad mixtures containing iceberg lettuce that were produced at their facilities in Springfield, Ohio, and Soledad, California. The recall was issued after some equipment used to harvest the iceberg lettuce, tested and found to contain listeria. Ah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so products being recalled include the dull branded mixed salads, which is, I mean, who doesn't love that as well as salads produced under different brand names, including market side president's choice Kroger and little salad bar. The products to recall from Springfield, Ohio facility. Uh, they have the product codes and the California, they give all the product codes that you can find on the website. Now the list of States where the salads are sold Really, they should just give you a list of the states that they're not sold in. There's a whole, I think there's like 36 states that they're sold in. So if you, you know, 
if you live in a state that isn't Alabama, Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, South Dakota, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, Oklahoma, Oregon, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Washington, and Wisconsin. And I think I said South Dakota, but it meant North Dakota. So if you're in a state that I didn't mention, you should be fine. Have your Dole salads. (laughs) 72 varieties of packaged salads are included in the recall. So the FDA says throw them away. Um... How about take them back and get a refund, please? That would be fine. And don't forget, it wasn't that long ago that Dole recalled some 180 variety packaged of salads. So Dole is, uh, man, they need to clean the machines. And plus, it's just another excuse to, you know, not eat salad. Okay, I'm in. Let's go to the break room, shall we? I need desperately need something cold to drink under this COVID protocol window. Oh my gosh. Uh, it really seriously is good. So we found out that, uh, I guess, so far, the Oscars are still on for March 27th of this year at the uh, Dolby Theater in Hollywood, televised live coast to coast on ABC. The nominations are due February 8th, so, you know, we have that to look forward to. But uh, we don't know if we're going to have a host. Well, according to the latest news from the Academy and Motion Picture Arts and Scientists, they will have a host or maybe hosts plural you know we had kimmel do the last i don't know kimmel did 17 and 18 and uh hart was supposed kevin hart was supposed to do the 2019 and uh, but some old tweets resurfaced so we can't have him host a, an award show because of an old tweet so we'll see what happens they claim that uh they're gonna have a host the announcement came from uh craig Erwich, president uh hulu originals and abc entertainment that's a good gig and craig you need to call me because i've got some really good ideas for you and uh, you know what i why speaking of that i watched uh while i was you know down for the count i watched uh, a number of things got caught up on a few shows but uh, i watched old guard again on netflix i love i like that show and uh that show is set up for some great series afterwards and we continue the movie Right, they end it with they they end it so you could continue the movie as is, because uh, the one lady comes back, the crazy lady comes back, or you could go on and make it into just a series and show them saving different lives. Right, it was just anyway. Uh, Craig, call me. We've got some uh, you know some idea. <laughs> I know you're Hulu and ABC and Old Guard was Netflix, but we'll work out something. Okay, no problem. We'll get to you. No problem. Anyway, good news that, uh, yay, the Oscars. We can't have the Oscars without a host. That just couldn't happen, right? Right. Okay, so, uh, oh, man, who died? Who died today? Seems like forever since we last talked. Okay, so, sure, we had Bob Saget pass away. They found him inside an Orlando hotel room. Very sad. He was 65. I see where they're not even going to know the cause of death for it may take the, 
the corner 10 to 12 weeks? 10 to 12 weeks? Come on now. They already said that there was no really look of foul play, no drugs or anything. The way he was sitting in the room looked like it was a heart attack. Uh, you know, are we, it takes the corner 10 to 12 weeks in Orange County to complete? Come on now. I mean, at least, I mean, the TV show will get it done in 55 minutes. You know what? I'll give you a couple hours. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's go. <laughs> 10 to 12 weeks, man. They need to, man, there must be some COVID issues in Orange County coroner's office. And we had Robert Durst die, the uh, real estate tycoon, uh, died from a cardiac arrest while he was serving his life sentence for murder. But first and foremost, the who died today is Magawa, the African giant pouched rat. You remember Magawa. We talked about Magawa when he received the Medal of Honor for his mind-clearing work in Cambodia. Yes, we got him yeah, well, they made him retire, and then he died. So uh, Magua got his uh, gold medal, and he was—he—he uh, he helped locate over, you know, hundred landmines and other explosives for deactivation. It said that he could uh, clear a tennis-sized area in about twenty minutes, and uh, you know, he was trained with uh, Apalpo. I know, I know, that's the place where they train him. A, a popo, it's these people who train rodents to sniff mines. Anyway, uh, he was born in Tanzania, and uh, they trained him. And he, uh, it's estimated 6 million landmines exist in Cambodia. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing. So, uh, you know, sad. So they apparently he's been, uh, you know, he was playing with his usual enthusiasm, that Magua had, and then this last weekend he started to slow down, and he napped more, and he showed less interest in food, and then he died. Oh no! So we lost Magua. Very sad. Uh, you know the thing is, is that I re- read this and I'm thinking, why did they make him retire? You know he was slowing down. Okay, so it took him what, thirty or forty minutes to clear a tennis court size area. Keep working. Keep him. That was his. That was his purpose in life. You took his purpose away. Instead, he's just in his little Magawa cage running around his little treadmill trying to pretend like he's having fun when he could be out sniffing landmines. That's a, that's a, don't retire. All right. I mean, he retired in June and he just died. Six months later, he's dead. Sad. Don't, don't retire. Keep working. Speaking of that, I see where Ron White, the comedian, is talking about retiring. He claims this is his last year. He did an interview saying, yeah, you know what? Uh, this is the last year. It's time for me to put it down. I got a big year coming and then that'll be it. Okay. He claims I'm in a good place in my life and comfortable with my decision. Uh, I think I need to send Ron the story of Magawa, <laughs> the mind-sniffing rat, uh, forced into retirement and then dead six months later. Ron, don't retire, bro. Okay, don't do it. So he's living down in Austin. He's made a bunch of money. I mean, his blue comedy, when he, the Jeff Foxworthy blue collar comedy tour was so good. Uh, I met them all on, uh, on the 
blue collar comedy tour. We had him, you know, talked to him, interviewed him, met him all, went to the shows. And then uh, Ron and Larry the Cable Guy, you know, did some separate tours. Really funny and had fun interviews with them. Uh, just uh, it's going to be it's sad. I'm going to have to try to talk to Ron. Maybe that's what he wants. He'll make a bunch of money this year and then he'll go down. He lives in Austin now, I guess. So he's just hanging out in Austin and, you know, loving Texas. So he's a Texas boy. So, okay, uh, good to go. <laughs> but Ron, uh, don't forget the story of Magawa, the mind-sniffing rat. You could go down at any minute, bro. Don't retire. So I'm guessing this is good news. I mean, it sounds good on the surface. So Bank of America has decided to uh, make life, according to them, a little less difficult for account holders uh, without, uh, you know, big piles of cash. They're going to reduce overdraft fees from $35 to $10. Okay. They're also scrapping a $12 non-sufficient funds fee for bouncing a check or making an automatic automated overdraft and will eliminate transfer fees for its overdraft protection service. So we'll see. Capital One announced last month that it was eliminating overdraft fees altogether. PNC Bank introduced a 24-hour grace period on overdraft penalties. I mean, that comes and then JP Morgan said, now you know what? We're going to increase our uh, uh, we're going to increase our charge. Yeah, it's good. Well, we, we used to charge five bucks. Yeah, no, we're going to make it 50. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to charge more. Okay. I mean, no, all right. No problem. I hate overdraft fees. Well, Jeff, just don't overdraft then. Okay. All right. It's just that simple. That is free freaking money for the bank. It's damn near criminal the way they do it sometimes. And I know it's, it's not, you know, I should be, you know, you have to follow, you know, I don't know. Don't spend the money if you don't, but the new way it works, we've been over this a few times on this show. It just drives me crazy. Another thing that they like to do. All right. So this is, and this is where they, you know, this is free money to them. It's just free money. All right. Just as an example, let's say you have it set up in your bank account to automatically throw money at a cert, on a certain date into a savings account, okay? Now, you that savings account is a separate account inside the same, obviously, banking uh, system that you have, all right? So, but you have it set up so that uh, it's there. It's separate, but it's part of the part of what you're seeing. Now, if you were to overdraft the account that that money comes from, it does, they don't pull it from that account. You have to move it yourself. Okay. So, all right. So no problem. So now let's say that by automatically moving the amount from your, let's say, checking account, your main account into your savings account, throws your checking account into a negative number right? Okay. So now instead of saying, oh no, we're only going to take what doesn't throw you into negative or because it throws you into negative, we are not going to take the money out until we, until you make it. So it's not negative or they say, or they, you know, you just, they just alert you and say, Hey, uh, this 
this particular withdrawal threw you into a negative. Do you want to move the money back? Nope. They just charged you an overdraft fee because you're in the negative. But they're the one. It's just amazing to me. I mean, that's just free money. It's criminal what they do. So it's good. And you know what? It is good news that they're eliminating these fees. And so we'll see. I know that, uh, you know, I, I, th- I mean, there might be regulation coming uh, that the banks are trying to avoid from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, according to this report, overdraft fees, all right, <laughs> banks make $15.5 billion a year on these charges. 80% of that $15.5 billion comes from just 9% of customers who get dinged repeatedly. So 80, I mean, that's, that's a small amount of people giving the bank a lot of free money. It's, it's criminal. Criminal. I'm glad they're taking care of it now that I'm thinking about it. Because we've talked about it before. You know, back in the day when you could, uh, it's called floating a check. <laughs> Do you mean spending money you don't have? Yeah, kind of. So if you knew your paycheck was going to go into the account on, let's say, Tuesday, but you needed some money on Monday, so you write a check and you get cash for that check on Monday, but the com- the place that you wrote the check at doesn't put your check into their system until late Monday night. And it doesn't even goes to their bank and then it gets to your bank. So it doesn't even get to your bank till Wednesday or Thursday. And by that time you have money in the account to cover that check. Apparently that's You know, they wanted to get around that floating check system. So now when you, and we've talked about it before. So if you swipe your card, they don't take the money out of your account, but they hold it. All right. So you still technically have it in your account, but not really. They, it's still in your account because the company that you swiped your card at, no matter what the company is, has to ask the bank for the money. All right. So if I spend, you know, it's 10 bucks at Walgreens. And so in my bank account, it says 10 bucks at Walgreens, but it doesn't show that it's taken the 10 bucks out of my account because Walgreens hasn't asked for the money, but the bank is just waiting for them to ask for the money. And so it's making you think because they can't, they can't take the money out of your account, but they can pretend like it's not there. And so you have available balance. It's just, you know, what happened to, why can't you float checks anymore? That's the real question, damn it. (laughs) Oh, oh no, oh, oh no. (coughs) Almost went off the deep end there. Oh man, okay, I gotta settle down. I can't get animated, okay? I gotta gotta calm down, all right? So let's just... Remind you that you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, on Getter at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on uh, YouTube, Chewing the Fat at YouTube. You can email me, uh, Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. Uh, just remember also, I see where the World Economic Forum uh, released their annual global risk report which will be highlighting space-based conflict, cyber attacks, 
and differences in the post-pandemic economic growth in rich and poor countries. Man, that sounds like a good read. I'll tell you that. Before I read that, though, I would go ahead and read the uh, new book by Glenn Beck, uh, The Great Reset. Joe Biden and the Rise of uh, 21st Century Fascism? Yeah, just go to glensnewbook.com and get you a copy of that. And then, once you're done with that, you could go ahead and dive into that World Economic Forum Global Risk Report. And you just may help you understand it a little bit better. All right, so I know I've been in uh, quarantine and lockdown, so I haven't been out and about. But uh, apparently the new Maya Angelou quarter is out and about. The U.S. Mint started shipping it earlier this week, so it should be out there. Yay! I know. She's the first of 20 quarter designs. We've talked about this for a while now. It's about damn time. So uh, there's <laughs> there's going to be uh, 20 of them over the next four years to give uh, what they claim is a much-deserved monetary FaceTime to women. This year, four more of those women will make their way to your cash register. Sally Ride, uh, the first female astronaut. Uh, Wilma Mangiller, the first female principal chief of the Cherokee Nation. Can't do without a coin of her. Uh, Nina Otero Warren, a New Mexican suffragist and politician. can't Definitely can't have... Uh, the world of coins around without her on it. And Anna Mae Wong, a Chinese-American actress. Man, can I not wait to get these coins? I just can't. And according to this, that uh, there's still the golden dollar coin, which features Sakura Jawia, still in circulation. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I want to say I have one of those. I think my wife has one. I feel like we have a second Chewia in the safe, but I'm not sure. And now I want one. I'm really bummed that I don't have a Sacagawea, Saka, Sacagawea, whatever her name is. You know who she is. Uh, and <laughs> on a coin, but my Angelo is out there. So that's good news. You can look for that the next time you, you know, ask for change. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to fade on my voice. It's going crazy, as you can tell. Uh, I see where uh, my man uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, we don't need the gunshot. Anytime I say his full name, it's been a chewing the fat rule now that whenever I say the full name of Mr. Baldwin, that uh you know you're gonna hear the gunshot so if i slip up and say alec baldwin you're gonna hear that so anyway he posted on uh instagram i like it's like a four or five minute video i'm not sure that alec understands i don't know if he's taking all his meds if he's on a new routine if he's up the dosage or lowered the dosage but he, you know, sometimes goes off on his little video rants. And this one was only like five minutes long, 4.57 or something like that. But uh, he went on and he got a, he was at his dropping off his daughter at some friend's house. And uh, he talked about a uh, Splenda package that was given to him, just a packet of Splenda that had a little note on it from a fan that he claimed was a miracle. 
And then he wanders off and saying that it should be a good year and, you know, referred to the riots on January 6th. And he went on to uh, put his little Splenda packet in his jacket pocket because he wanted to keep that forever. And that was so important that they found the Splenda packet. He found the Splenda packet. All right, whatever, Alec, no problem. It said on the Splenda packet, you are 100% true. Uh, thanks for the laughs, something like that. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Somebody wrote him a, oh yeah. And it said, uh, uh, thanks for the laughs. Good, sir. Cheers to a new year. Love you. So I don't know why they found it. I guess a neighbor had found the handwritten note to the Hollywood actor, on the Splenda packet that it was stuck in a drawer and I was supposed to give it to him or something. But he was, you know, pleased with it. And, you know, it was a nice little note, whatever. It's fine. He could be happy with this little Splenda packet note and how important the little things are. I got it, Alec. Oh, sorry. And then he goes on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's a miracle. Is uh, it? One other quick note. Any suggestion that I am not complying with requests or orders or demands or search warrants about my phone, that's bullshit. That's a lie. <laughs> this is a process where one state makes the request of another state. Someone from another state from another state can't come to you and say, give me your phone. Give me this. Give me that. They can't do that. They've got to go through the state you live in. Yeah, you got to have a process. process that takes time. That's what I said. They have to specify what exactly they want. You can't just go through your phone and take... You know, your, uh, what? your photos, oh, yeah. your love letters to your wife or what have you. Uh, <laughs> right, you know. love letters to your girlfriend, uh, what have no, you. No, but, <clears throat> but of course, we are 1,000% uh, uh, going to comply with all that. We're, uh, you know, perfectly fine with that. Are you? Uh, are you? But the... Um, uh, Uh-oh. Um, yeah. As I always say, consider the source, you know, the people that tell yeah. you that. Do you always you say know, that, Alex? Oh, sorry. I got to stop that. All right. Back to Mr. Baldwin. One of, the, one, of the, one of the icons of this business. One of the kings. Movie royalty dies. Right. And on the cover of the post, they have other lies and bullshit and nonsense. Um, <laughs> All right. That's, that's enough of that. I can't take it. I didn't say it. Don't be pulling the trigger. All right, so I can But anyway, he uh, he was mad at uh, the Post because they had uh, their headline was uh, "Why won't Mister Baldwin help?" They used his first name. I won't because if I say that they're just gonna shoot, the gun's gonna go off. It's part of the podcast rules. You have to follow them. The title of the New York Post story is "Why won't Alec?" <laughs> help now i feel like i thought the rule was if i said his full name right if i said blank blank not just the first name we've got to revisit this rule uh, we got to just put the gun down for a little bit as we're talking about the story because <laughs> he's doing everything that he can to comply because he's cooperating with the authorities in the shooting death of Helena Hutchins. And any suggestion that he's not complying with requests 
or orders or demands or search warrants is, is bullcrap. You heard him. The lie. He is complying. Of course, he's complying under the, you know, constraints of the law. I actually, I don't want to, I hate sticking up for him, but he's right. All right. Certainly he is complying, but you don't just give you everything you have. I guess in the eyes of, you know, the world you're supposed to, right? You're supposed to, I want to find out what happened. This is a horrible incident. I mean, I guess we all kind of know what happened. Don't we, Mr. Baldwin? Uh, yeah, we do. And so to, you know, put the blame on someone else is, uh, Uh, Well, that's all you. That's all you. And so bless your heart. Bless your heart. But you keep that, you keep that found Splenda packet in your pocket. And you make sure that that gets you through. uh, Thanks for the laughs. Good, sir. Baldwin, thanks for the laughs. I mean, I like his work, but there's not a lot of laughs surrounding him. Just... Not a lot of laughs surrounding him. Whew. All right, I gotta let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.